Happy relationships are healthy relationships. When we're happy, it's easy to be our best selves and bring that energy into our relationships. It took a minute for me to get to this level of happiness and peace, especially after my last marriage. From that relationship, I learned many lessons about myself and what I needed to be happy in a relationship. My last marriage was nothing more than a trauma bond made stronger by the soul ties created by sex. The marriage didn't work and would have never worked because we were unequally yoked, which served to excavate both of our unhealed trauma. Basically, I had a lot of emotional baggage to unpack and so did he, and it wasn't something that we could do together. But thank God for healing. My life today not only looks different, but it feels different because I know what it takes to have a healthy relationship and I know what a healthy relationship should feel like. There's work required to attain and maintain a meaningful life. We've all got emotional baggage we need to unpack that stems from unhealed past traumas. Traumas that heavily influence our ability to have happy and healthy relationships. I'd like to help you heal and overcome emotional baggage and blocks that keep you from having a happy and healthy relationship or finding love. Welcome to your Day and Beyond podcast, a show for women who want to rewrite their love story. I'm your host, dating and relationship coach, Shawnette Ehiabi. I love my marriage, and I'll protect it at all costs. My husband and I are very grateful for what we have, and we cherish it enough to nurture and protect it. I didn't feel this way in my last marriage because I didn't believe that I deserved to have a happy and healthy relationship. I'm sure a lot of you who are in problematic relationships or are having challenges finding your person probably feel the same way. But I encourage you not to make that the narrative of your love story. Having a happy and healthy relationship is something every woman deserves and can have. The key is you must be willing to put in the work to get it. When I say putting in the work, I mean letting go of negative energy and embracing healing. Trauma bonds are real, and they keep you stuck in a pattern of unhappy and unhealthy relationships if you haven't processed it or healed. If you're currently in a trauma bond relationship or find yourself attracting people with unhealed trauma, you don't have to stay where you are. How do you know if you're in a trauma bond relationship? If you feel anxious, fearful, shameful, or unworthy in your relationship, then you're likely in a trauma bond. Happy and healthy relationships make you feel confident, secure, and supported. So what do you do if you're in a trauma bond relationship, especially if you're married? You change it. Easier said than done, right? As we continue to prioritize our mental health by dismantling things that were normalized in our past, growing up, I thought it was normal to see couples arguing or the adults around me cursing each other out and physically fighting, but it wasn't normal. It was dysfunctional. 
I only thought it was normal because so many of the adults around me normalized those behavior patterns. Somehow, though, my body and soul always recognized it as trauma. I remember feeling anxious, nervous, and tense every time I was exposed to those situations. But I didn't know how to process what I was feeling, and the adults around me were so caught up in their own trauma that they couldn't even recognize how their trauma was causing trauma. It took a lot of self-work for me to get where I am now. I know what it takes to have a healthy relationship, and I want to share three non-negotiables that help me maintain a happy and healthy marriage. Let's begin with prayer and then jump right into today's discussion. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for clarity. Thank you so much for healing, God. Thank you that you said, by your stripes we are healed, God. I pray For every person out there listening to this podcast, I pray that their lives would be healed, God. I pray that past traumas will be healed, God. I pray that every woman seeking, desiring, and wanting marriage be blessed with a happy and healthy marriage. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Having a peace of mind is something that I no longer negotiate. It's a necessity for me. Surrounding myself with people who genuinely love and support me means more to me than having a lot of family and friends. My circle is small and has gotten smaller each year. I think I'm finally at my sweet spot because I'm very intentional about the people I choose to be in my life. I've cut ties with people I've known for years, and I've even cut ties with family because I take my mental health seriously. My healing is an ongoing process, and I work on being careful with myself. When I'm around people who trigger me, I quickly examine the relationship to make sure I'm not engaging in a trauma bond. Because my trauma stem from childhood experiences, I know that there's always going to be triggers that I have to manage. It's just part of the aftermath of what I've endured. But I decided a long time ago that I won't voluntarily stay in a relationship with anyone who isn't working through the healing process to heal their own trauma. It's just not worth it. I tried it and it ends up exhausting and frustrating me, especially when it's family, because that becomes a whole other dimension of stress. It used to make me feel guilty when I distanced myself from family members because I grew up in a household where family was valued over everything, including your mental health. I remember having many conversations with my mama when she was alive about my choice to distance myself from certain family members. She would always say, they're family and families should stick together. And I would respectfully tell her that no one, not even family, has the right to disturb my peace. I'm even more protected of of myself in a romantic relationship. And after my divorce, I came up with three things I wouldn't negotiate in my next marriage. And I stick with those non-negotiables to this day. One of those things is I have to feel safe safe enough to be vulnerable. 
Vulnerability doesn't mean you're giving someone the power to hurt you. I can understand why you may feel that way because the word vulnerability has been linked to some negative connotations. But vulnerability in a relationship is the key to intimacy. It fosters closeness, deeper connection, and trust. And for those reasons alone, your relationship should be a safe place that allows you the freedom to be vulnerable with each other. Relationships are not perfect. We all know that. There will be times when you or your partner will do or say something hurtful, but when that happens, you should feel safe enough to discuss it in a peaceful way. You shouldn't have to suppress your feelings because the other person can't or isn't willing to hear what you have to say. Suppressing your feelings will not keep things peaceful. Eventually, your feelings will come out in ways that could be even more damaging to you and the relationship. Acting passive aggressively indirectly expresses negative feelings, and it's an unhealthy coping technique. Suppressed feelings manifest themselves in other ways that usually end up hurting us more. Suppressing your feelings is a way of protecting yourself because you don't feel safe enough to be vulnerable. If you can't be vulnerable in your relationship, that's a problem. Feeling safe enough in your relationship to honestly and openly share your feelings, needs, and thoughts is healthy for you and your relationship. Many of you are in relationships where you do not feel comfortable being vulnerable talking about your feelings and thoughts with your partner. And that's not good. But a lot of you are in relationships where you can talk about your feelings and thoughts with your partner. And I think that's awesome. But if you are in a relationship where you don't have that level of comfort to speak freely and be vulnerable, especially if this is or has always been the nature of your relationship, that's a problem. The difference between a healthy relationship and a superficial one is that women who are in unhealthy relationships feel it's unsafe to be vulnerable. If you can't be vulnerable with the man you're giving your body to, what's the point? The lack of vulnerability will cause you to feel disconnected from your partner anyway. And eventually one or both of you will become resentful towards the other. And that's only adding more trauma on top of your trauma. On the other hand, healthy relationships are supportive relationships that allow you to be vulnerable with your feelings and thoughts because there's a mutual trust that makes you feel safe enough to do so. If you're in a relationship where you don't feel secure enough to be vulnerable with your partner, what are you choosing to do about it? Doing nothing is no longer an option for you. I know that and I say that because you wouldn't be listening to this if it were. Another non-negotiable for me is not being able to have open and honest communication. Being able to have open and honest communication in my relationship puts me in a better position to have a successful relationship. Silence does more damage than it does good. 
Silence opens the door to assumptions and assumptions can drive a wedge between you that takes too much work to close the gap. And it also opens the door for attacks on your relationship. We were created for intimacy and being able to have open and honest communication is a form of intimacy. By not communicating, you are blocking your ability to have a deeper connection with your partner. The connection between me and my husband is so strong that we can feel it when one of us isn't happy or something is off. We've made honest and open communication a priority. Even with our busy schedules, where we sometimes see each other in passing, we make time during the day to connect and talk. If you're in a relationship where the lines of communication are closed, do you know why? How long has it been that way? Relationships thrive on communication and they fail and die when there's little to no communication. Life is complicated and you need to be able to talk about things with the person you love. If that's difficult to do, you need to get to the root of it and determine why. Being able to communicate openly and honestly with your partner makes doing life a lot better. And it's so much easier to have those hard conversations that we sometimes have to have in our relationships. Communicating with your man shouldn't be hard. If it is, then you need to seriously consider if you're with the right person. If communication is something that has recently become challenging in your relationship, Try these techniques to get things back on track. Examine your feelings first to make sure they're warranted. Roughly 70% of people in the United States have been impacted by trauma. I personally believe that that number is higher. But my point is that when you're having difficulty communicating, you may want to check your feelings to make sure you're not dealing with unhealed trauma that was triggered by something your partner did or said before you say anything. If you feel your feelings are warranted, try avoiding conversation when your emotions are running high. Instead, pick an appropriate time to talk to your partner in a loving way when it will be better received. Another non-negotiable for me is unforgiveness. Being able to forgive and practicing forgiveness hasn't been difficult for me but letting things go has. In the past, I would just shy away from people who did or said something to me that hurt my feelings. I wouldn't say that I put up a wall, but I definitely had a barrier. It was a coping technique and my way of protecting myself. What I was actually holding on to wasn't what the person did. I couldn't let go because I was upset at myself because I didn't stand up for myself or I didn't speak up for myself. Holding on to what someone did or said to me doesn't serve me in a healthy way. So I choose to let it go and I choose to communicate and I choose to forgive. It doesn't mean that I'm a doormat or I'm being a doormat and letting people walk over me because I let it go. I just choose forgiveness. 
Forgiveness has taught me many life lessons. And just because I've forgiven someone doesn't mean I haven't learned how to proceed with them going forward. And most of the time I proceed with caution if it's warranted. I'm not opposed to severing ties with relationships that are not serving me and my higher purpose. It doesn't mean I don't care about that person. It just means that I care about me more than I care about them being in my life. Forgiveness in marriage is altogether different. You can't just cut ties with your spouse because they did something to hurt or offend you. Unless being hurt or offended is an ongoing thing in your relationship, Forgiveness is required. Even if it is an ongoing thing, forgiveness is still required. But what isn't required is you continuing to subject yourself to hurtful behavior. My husband and I are one, and I refuse to take score of his offenses, and he refuses to take score of mine. We are intentional about how we treat one another so that we aren't putting ourselves in positions to hurt each other's feelings by doing or saying something we will regret. This is one of the best relationships I've ever had because it's healthy. It's a healthy relationship. I don't think I would have been able to appreciate what I have now if I hadn't gone through my trauma, if I hadn't healed from my trauma, and if I hadn't forgiven myself and my ex-husband. Think about it. What are your non-negotiables? What are you willing to do or not do for yourself to have a better relationship? Before I close, I want to invite you to join me in Ghana July the 7th through the 16th, 2024 for the Mind, Body and Soul Experience. This tour was specifically created to reconnect you to peace of mind like you haven't felt in a long time. My tour partners and I have put together a beautiful experience in the peaceful and welcoming country of Ghana that will leave you with beautiful memories that will last a lifetime. We thought of everything you'd want to experience and we created a tour that will make it impossible for you not to want to go. But also one in which you will fall in love with the culture, the food and the people. We've even included a professional photographer and videographer to capture the moments for you so that you will have a tangible return on your investment in yourself. Go to yourdayandbeyond.com for more details and information about the tour. And I'll see you in Ghana. What a great show. I inspired myself with this one. I truly hope that you were able to take something from our chat today and apply it immediately to your relationship or situationship. Always remember that you are worthy of having a beautiful love story. If what you're doing isn't working for you or serving you in the most loving way, there are plenty of men all over the world who desire to be married to a great woman like you. Sometimes you just have to step out of your comfort zone to find what's been waiting for you all along. If your relationship is unhealthy, change it or 
change relationships. We know better now, so we have to do better. It's not okay to be entangled in relationships that cause you trauma. Let's unpack that dysfunction from our past and take responsibility for our healing. We can't change the traumatic experiences that we had in our past, but we can change how we move forward. And I've chosen to live a peaceful and soft life. It wasn't easy for me to get to this point in my life, but everything I went through to bring me here was worth the lessons that I learned. My marriage is happy and healthy, and I'm secure in my relationship because I did the self-work to heal from my past traumas. I can be vulnerable with my husband without fear of being made to feel like I'm weak. Vulnerability in a relationship is the key to intimacy. Because we can be vulnerable with each other without fear of retribution, we have a closer and deeper connection. Our marriage is a safe place that allows us the freedom to be vulnerable with each other, and for that, I'm grateful. If you desire to be married or if you want to have a happier and healthier relationship, schedule a free discovery call with me. I'll help you quickly get the clarity you need to unblock barriers to having the love and healthy relationship you deserve. Go to fightless.com today and schedule a free discovery call with me so that we can come up with a plan to rewrite your love story. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. This was the first episode of my three-part series entitled Rewrite Your Love Story. Join me here on Tuesdays as we dismantle and unpack faulty belief systems that block you from the love you deserve and desire. Turn on your notifications so you don't miss the new episodes. And don't forget, hit the subscribe button. I know you have many choices when it comes to listening to great content. I'm thankful you chose to listen to your day and beyond. Hit the subscribe button now so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave a comment. I'd love to hear your feedback. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend.